Well, welcome to On The Way. I'm Pastor Kevin. I'm here with Pastor Jeff. And however and wherever you are listening, we're so glad you're tuned in today. Whether you're listening on the radio, you're listening on your favorite podcast app, or you're watching on YouTube. And we would just be so excited, Pastor Jeff, to help get the word out about On The Way. Yeah, like and share the podcast or uh, uh, share the YouTube channel or whatever. Just tell your friends about it and... uh we, we love to, uh, for more people to know about our uh, our show that's going yeah, on. Yeah, you know, and one thing we were thinking about really before we went on the air is how much that we have in common, not just with one another, but with our audience. In fact, yeah, uh, yeah. everybody listening today, everybody that is watching today, really everybody on the planet mm. has this one thing in common. Hmm. I'm curious now. I mean, I I think I know the answer, but <laughs> it's not it's not that it's now May, right? And right. Oh, that we May, have that in common. And May is an incredible month. I mean, okay. Today is May the first, right? And it's the the beginning of you know my birthday is in May, so right. we, it is my birthday season. Yes, the celebration it starts May the first and goes all the way to the end of May. And right. if I'm really lucky, I stretch it into June a little bit. Yeah, but, yeah. But well, I that's, don't think that's what's that's not that's what that's not everybody, everybody has in common. A though, few people do, but what, what we yeah. have in common is, uh, which is really our topic today, is that we all. Face temptation. Mm, yeah, you know, yeah, regardless if we're true. old or young, uh, rich or poor, male, female, doesn't matter our mm. our status in life. Yeah. We all have this one thing in common that we all face temptation, and we all, if we're really honest, struggle with it. Yeah, and it's not just uh, temptation is not something just that happens to Christians. Right. It, it's it's literally a universal problem. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. all have this problem, whether you're saved, not saved, young, old, you're tempted in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, and when yeah. it comes to temptation, we really, uh, there's really three ways to handle it. Yeah. We can give in to it, which okay. is what a lot of people do. You know, we whatever our temptation is, we give in to it. Uh, our temptation might be uh, something physically. Our temptation mm. might be something, you know, emotionally, and we give in to those thoughts or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, secondly, we try to fight it, and a <laughs> lot of, especially believers, try to fight it. The problem is we try to maybe fight it in our own strength. Yeah, yeah, and that's only going to go so far. Right. We try harder, you know, do better. <clears throat> do better. And oh, sometimes yeah. even, you know, people leave church, and they kind of walk away, and they think, you know, well, thanks for trying. Try harder. You know, yeah, and that's not yeah. the gospel. It's, no, it's you know, it's it's anti gospel. It's anti gospel. <laughs> and then the the third natural way to handle temptation is if I don't give into it and I don't fight it, is I overcome it. Yeah. And yeah. obviously, we're going to look at a text of scripture today mm-hmm. and look at how to overcome temptation. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna look at you know ultimately uh, Jesus is our example for everything. Mm, yes. We want to be like Christ as Christians, and we want to encourage you as believers to grow in your understanding of Christ and how to become like become like Him. But um, and we probably but, should say right from the beginning that it's not a sin to be tempted. No, it's not. It's not. It's. It, we'll talk about that as we get into it. It's right. a sin. James tells us that it's a sin when you're drawn away, right. when you give in to that temptation. Yeah. That's where it becomes a sin. Uh, having that thought that passes across, passes across your mind or flashes through your mind is not a sin. But when you ponder that thought, when you think about that thought, when you give in to that, that's when it becomes a sin. But we want to look at the passage of Scripture where our example, Christ, was tempted. 
Yeah. And that's one of the reasons we know that it's not a sin to be tempted because Jesus lived a life and he never sinned. Mm -hmm. And if temptation, being tempted was a sin, then Jesus sinned, which we know that he did not. So temptation alone is not sin. So let's get into that passage and talk about temptation a little bit. Yeah, you know, uh, I love how Luke chapter 4 puts the story of Jesus being tempted. And and mm. if you, you know, go to church or you grew up in church, you probably have heard this this story before. Oh, yeah. yeah. But if you've talked, been to any, yeah. any Easter pageant or yeah. anything like that, they've probably shown you this scene. Right. <laughs> but we, I think we miss the first part where it says in verse 1, Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit... Mm returned from the Jordan, and was led by the Spirit into the desert, where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. So there's a mm. lot right there. There's the, so much you, there. You, The first thing is that it's not only not a sin to be tempted, but sometimes I can be full of the Holy Spirit, walking by the Spirit, keeping yeah. in step by the Spirit, living the quote-unquote right type of Christian life, yeah, yeah. and still be tempted. Yeah, but isn't that kind of – we kind of have this idea as Christians that – and I think our society even kind of builds into this, and maybe even our church cultures at times build into this idea that, hey, when I become a Christian – all of my problems are going to go away. Right, I'm right. never going to have another issue. Right. I'm not going to... Me and my inf- wife are never going to right. argue. Our kids are going to get yeah. along. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading just this morning in uh, Mark chapter 6, the story of the disciples in the boat going across. Mm. And you know, it's funny that that Peter was was dictating this to, to Mark, and Mark was writing down Peter's words, and Peter doesn't include the part of him walking out on the water and right. sinking, you know, but it's interesting that the disciples were told by Jesus to get into the boat and go to the other side, none, Jesus knew that there was going to be a storm that came up. Right. He knew there was going to be a temptation and a trial in their life, and he ordained that. And here we see the same thing, Jesus being led by the Spirit into temptation. That's so, so maybe interesting. One of, maybe one of the first takeaways is for our listener is if you're really going through it right now yeah. and you're really being tempted and you're really struggling it could be because that's exactly where God wants you. Oh, you, you you could be just like the disciples, exactly where Jesus told them to go. But we often think differently. Mm. We think, you know, man, you know that person's really going through it. God must be punishing them, <laughs> or you know that yeah. person's really having a hard time, and and uh, you know, man, they must have committed some terrible sin, and God's <laughs> trying to get their attention. Maybe, mm. but maybe just the opposite is happening. Yeah. And that's been going on, that sentiment right there. Yeah. It's been going on forever. The disciples, when they walked past the blind man, mm-hmm. Jesus, who sinned, this man or his wow. parents? You know, and Jesus says, neither one. His, this man was born blind so that I could be glorified. So. so I think that probably leads into really the source of the temptation. Right. And where does temptation come from? You know, it, it, it doesn't come from the environment. It doesn't come from within you know, if I could just mm. control my anger, you know, mm-hmm. uh, or if so-and-so wouldn't set me off, you know, that one person at work always sets me off or, oh, yeah. you yeah. know, or my spouse. Where does, Pastor Jeff, I mean, where does <clears throat> temptation ultimately come from? Well, I think, I mean, we can answer that question, but I think we've kind of already used a couple of terms here mm. that I think we maybe need to define okay. before we get into that. First of all, we've used trial and temptation mm. 
kind of interchangeably and they're really not. So, right. so why don't we, before we get into that, why don't we just kind of set the parameters here? What is the difference between a trial and the difference between a temptation? Yeah, that's a great word. Uh, yeah, you had kind of mentioned kind of uh, James chapter one, where mm-hmm. it says, you know, when tempted, no one should say God is tempting me for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor right. does he tempt anyone. So right. we know that temptation does not come from God. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, God tests us, right. basically. He, he sends trials. He allows mm-hmm. trials to come into our life. And he tests us to make sure that our faith is real, that it's that it's genuine. He he sends trials and testings to refine us, to to grow us, to cause us to go to the next level, to take the next step mm-hmm. in our walk with Christ. But temptation wants us to fall. Temptation wants mm-hmm. us to fail. Uh, yeah. Temptation yeah. wants us to sin. Ultimately, you could say that a trial is designed for our good, mm. and a temptation is the potential for our bad. So, you know, there's a whole lot more to this. So, when we come back from this break, we definitely need to get into the source of our temptations, and and we'll talk about that when we come back. You've been listening to On the Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff. We'd love to invite you to Fincastle Baptist Highlands Campus. We are excited for you to join our church family. With programs and events for men, women, kids, youth, and the general church, you are sure to find a place to belong and feel connected to our community. On Sundays at 9.30 a.m., we have connect groups where you can study the Bible and share life experiences. Then at 10.45 a.m., join us for our in-person service with live worship and a message from one of our pastors. If you have kids, we've got you covered. Your children can join us for a biblical time of lessons. Kids Church happens at the same time as our main services, so both you and your child can hear the Word of God. Our youth don't get left out on Sundays either. On Sunday evenings at 6 p.m., Fancastle Students Ignite happens. This is a great time of fellowship, games, and study in God's Word. There are a lot more events happening at Fincastle Baptist, and for more information, visit us at www.fincastlebaptist.org highlands. Now, back to On the Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff. Welcome back to On the Way. I am Pastor Jeff here with Pastor Kevin, and we are talking today about a topic that we all have in common. Yeah, we all have uh, this in common. We've talked many times on our podcast how, you know, uh, I, I was probably a little bit more of the athlete uh, yeah, and you yeah. were a little bit more, as you said a couple of weeks ago, what was it, the band geek? Yeah, I was kind of a band nerd, the music nerd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I love you. You gently put that. You know, I, I love I was, how it worked It was that very in. nice, yeah. very good. <laughs> so, so you took away the temptation for me to be upset about yeah, that. So see, we, that's what we're talking about That's what here. we're talking about, temptation today. And last the last session, we kind of separated the idea of temptation and trial, trial being something that God allows in our lives to grow us mm-hmm. and point us to him 
And even in that trial, sometimes there is the opportunity for temptation, which can pull us away from God. Mm. And so temptation is going to be a bad thing, lead us to a bad thing, and a trial can be a good thing in our life. So we we separated those two terms, and we talked about the source of our temptation is, um, we used James 1, where we said that uh, God doesn't tempt us, right. but Satan tempts us. And right. so now that we know the source of the temptation, that, that Satan is the one that, that brings those temptations into our lives, and God brings the trial or the test into our life, what do we do with that? How do we handle those temptations? What can I do as a Christian to fight that? Well, I think you're going to love this, Pastor Jeff, because I think I can answer that question with four R's. Uh-huh. Okay, you yeah. know, alliterate everything, right? And you're such a Baptist. Yeah, yeah. So I think the first thing is we we have to be realistic. Yeah. I love what First Corinthians chapter ten and verse thirteen says mm. that it's common to man. Mm. All temptations yeah. common to man, but God has made a way of escape. I mean, I, as you said earlier, I, I think sometimes we think if I really get right with God, mm. then I won't have any temptation. No, I mean, you right. can't think there's something inherently wrong with you because you have temptation. Again, Jesus in Matthew chapter 4 was tempted. You know, there's no kind of spiritual experience that will make you immune to the Virus of temptation, if mm. you will. You know, yeah, yeah. we've heard a lot about the virus That's the last good. couple of years. That's you know, good. yeah, I like that. Yeah, you know, you can't. You there's no, there's no shot you can take. <laughs> there's no medicine you can take that right. will make you immune to temptation. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love what somebody said once: when God opens, God opens the when God opens the windows of heaven to bless us, Satan opens the doors of hell to blast us. Mm. And, you know, God wow. wants to bless us. Satan wants to blast us. And and we've got to mm. be realistic. I mean, think about it this way. Satan had the audacity <laughs> to tempt Jesus. Mm. Yeah. We've got to be realistic. What's it going to do to you and I? What's mm. it going to do to us? So I think the first thing when we, when we think about the source of our temptation and how do we respond, I think, again, don't be surprised. It's common to man. Yeah, and be realistic about that because mm-hmm. another passage in First Corinthians, Paul says, "Let let him who thinks he stands be careful, lest he falls." Boy, yeah. when when we approach a situation where you know I've got that licked, that's in the bag. We're probably gonna we're probably gonna get bit a little bit. Yeah, just the other day, Terry and I were watching kind of a I think it was on Netflix documentary. Mm. Um, it was on Jim and Tammy Faye Baker. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of interesting. They started out, I mean, although we would probably disagree with theological viewpoints in them, but they started out mm. with a heart for God, trying yeah, to serve sure. God. Sure. And obviously, we all know what happened and how yeah, they fell. Yeah. Uh, and they gave in to the temptation of, mm. you know, money and power and notoriety and sex and, you know, all that goes along uh, mm-hmm. with that. We all know people, you know, that way. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I can think of many of the men that were in my Bible college <laughs> that were held up as these 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 wonderful paragons of virtue that right. were, you know, and I can think of many, many of them who've had moral failure and have really given into that temptation and have ruined their ministries, probably because they were unrealistic. They thought, well, I'm above that. I'm not going to be tempted by that. 
So we have to be realistic. What's uh, and I what think, else? I think also we have to be reflective. There's no period in your life when you won't be tempted. You won't mm. grow out of it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's not more because you're in high school. Right. It doesn't get yeah. easier once you get in college. Mm. Well, you know, well, once I get married and have a family, then my temptation will lessen. Yeah, no, yeah. it might be different. Now, you know, once I retire, mm. I won't have as much temptation. Now, think about our passage here. Jesus, we read in verse one was full of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And think about what had just happened. Uh, chapter three, there was this great spiritual victory that had happened. Mm. Uh, you, you know, the, the, this great miracle had really occurred. <laughs> and as a result, Jesus, if you will, was on this, you know, often it's after a great spiritual high. You know, we get back from a mission trip, we have a camp experience mm. or a revival service, a time of growth in our life. You know, maybe uh, you, you finally took the next step. You finally got yeah. baptized. You finally joined the church. You finally started reading the Bible every day. And, you know, and, and when we do something like that, not only does God notice and smile, but Satan notices and he attacks. Yeah. And that's what we yeah. see here in the passage. Yeah, you see that in the story of Job. I mean, God holds Job up and says, hey, have you considered my servant Job, how right. how godly this man is? And he says, well, you know. Huh. Yeah, and we see this Because you're protecting him. We see it all through the Bible. I yeah, mean, in, it's everywhere. I think in 1 Kings, Elijah, chapter 18, he calls down fire from heaven, oh one goodness. of the greatest miracles of the Old Testament. Yeah. In chapter 19... He's so fearful that he runs for his life <laughs> and basically says, God, why have you left me? Yeah, it'd be better for me if I was dead. Better if you I know, was dead in one I, chapter. <laughs> I identify with that so yeah. much, and I know you do as well because you and I have com conversed about this. We've talked about this. that you know, And it is always after this wonderful moving of God yeah. generally, especially for me, that you know, God does something amazing. I can almost count on it. The next day, I'm going to be hit by some temptation to just be despondent, to be sad for some somebody's going to send a an email that says they didn't like this one little thing about it, you know? And yeah. that gets me out of where I need to be. Yeah, it's for our listener. It's, you know, have you ever had an argument on the way home from church with your family? <laughs> you no, know oh, I mean? I've never had yeah, that yeah, happen. Yeah, we've never experienced that. Uh, you know, that, that's why we normally Mine's drive separate. The, right, yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah, our, yeah. You know, I argue with myself uh, there. Right. But, I mean, think about it. I mean, people can relate to that. You know, we mm. come to church. We sing the songs of faith. God moves. We feel his presence. Yeah, yeah. We get in the parking lot, and somebody cuts me off. <laughs> you know, and, I, and I'm instantly tempted to react. So I oh, think man. we have to be reflective and mm. almost understand that I'm not going to graduate from temptation. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think it's okay for us to, you know, said we need to be realistic and we need to be reflective, but I think it's okay for us to just be honest. Yeah. You know, I mean... I, I, I very much dislike the person that that has this air that they're they're above temptation. You know, it's it really kind of irks me a little bit because I'm thinking, oh man, really? Because I want to be like that, and I'm right. not that way. We we'll just be honest and say, hey, you know what? Even even you and I, as pastors, we're not supposed to say this, but I'm going to say it. We're tempted. Sure. And again, I think that that verse you just referenced. You know, be careful. Yeah. Because there's yeah. far too many people that give that mm. air and like nothing is, there's this aura about them, that their life right. is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. 
And the Bible says, be careful if you think that way, because you're probably the one that's going to fall. The only fall. person you're really fooling is yourself, yeah. really. Yeah. And we've got to be careful about that. And so when we get back after this next break, we want to give you two more ways to really kind of mm-hmm. just handle temptation. We'll be right back after this short break. Have you been enjoying On the Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff? If so, then feel free to check us out wherever you listen to your podcasts for more episodes. For any information, please check out our website at www.fincastlebaptist.org slash on the way. Or you can send us an email at otw at fincastlebaptist.org. That's otw at fincastlebaptist.org. Now back to On the Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff. Well, welcome back to On The Way. I'm Pastor Kevin. I'm here with Pastor Jeff. And once again, we're so glad you're tuned in today. And we would be honored to hear from you, the listener. Uh, you can always uh, send us an email at OTW for On The Way, OTW at fincastlebaptist.org. We love hearing from you. Yeah. If you have suggestions yeah. about future episodes, things you'd <laughs> like for us to discuss, that would really be a help to us. We're talking about yeah. something today, Pastor Jeff, that all of us have in common and that mm-hmm. is temptation yeah yeah i would uh i would really be interested for the person out there who has not been tempted to send <laughs> us an email I'd, yeah i'd like to talk with you yeah 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 <laughs> but we we've been talking about we've got to understand the source of our temptation and and we're not tempted by god God doesn't bring temptation into your life. Right. He's not going to have a beautiful woman walk past you and say, "Now I'm just going to see if they're right. going to fall or not." No, that's not that Satan does that. Right. God tests us. He tests our faith to see where we are spiritually to help us grow and get closer to him, but the temptation is something different. And to fight that temptation, uh, which is what we want to do. We don't want to give in to it. We've got to fight it. We've got to we said be realistic. Uh, we've got to realize that there's nobody who's not been tempted, mm. but then we've also got to be reflective. We've got to realize that there is no time in my life. There's no period of my life where I won't be tempted. And we see that a lot with with especially, especially men mm-hmm. maybe have some tendency to, to have an addiction or they look at pornography and they think, well, when I get married that addiction, that right. temptation will go away. And it, it doesn't. Right. It doesn't at all. And so we've got to be reflective and realistic about our temptation. But there's two other ways that we said. You said there were four R's. Yeah, I think the third so, R is we have to be responsible. Yeah. And we understand not only is there no period where I won't be tempted, mm-hmm. not only is there no person who will not be tempted, there's no place where I mm. can go where I won't be tempted. You can be tempted sitting in church. <laughs> I, I mean, you, yeah, you know, I, I mean, you've seen people, I've seen people zone out in the middle of church. You know, yeah, we yeah. all, even in the middle of church, Satan can tempt us with mm-hmm. our thoughts, you know, well, is that person really authentic? Oh, I can't believe that person's in church. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we can be sitting, you can be tempted yeah. while you're doing your daily devotions. Yeah. You know, For sure. You know, and I think it needs to be stated, you know, our problem is not, your problem's not your family dynamic. Your problem is not how you were raised. Your problem is not your environment. Your problem, my problem, your struggle, my struggle, your enemy, my enemy is sin. 
yeah. is we battle mm-hmm. this old sin nature even after we become a believer in Jesus. And the Bible talks about that, and that's a constant battle mm-hmm. that, that we see. You know, the old cartoons always present it with, you know, on one shoulder you have the devil and uh-huh. one shoulder you kind of have, you know, the angel and, you know, you're you're battle you're in the middle of that. And, you know, it's not exactly theologically correct, but the, the illustration makes sense <laughs> right. to most right. yeah, people. Yeah. yeah, and and you're absolutely right. And I, I've I was flipping over to James chapter one again because mm. it's so it's so true the way this this sets it up and I love it. It says no one undergoing a trial or a temptation should say, I'm being tempted by God, since God does not tempt by evil, and he himself doesn't tempt anyone. But a person is tempted when he's drawn away and enticed by his own evil desires. We could say sin. Yeah. Yeah. It's our sin that pulls us away. And that's another thing that we all have in common. (laughs) Yeah. And and that's why we call this on the way. Right. Because we're all on the way somewhere. And everybody I've ever met, Pastor Jeff, wants to go to heaven. Mm. I've personally never met anyone yeah. who says, no, thanks, I'll take the alternative. Neither have I. You know? Interesting. And the problem is they just don't know how to get get there. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, we, we've just come through the Easter season, and I think we need to be reminded the way to heaven is simply I have to admit that I need God. Yeah. I've got to admit that I have sinned, believe that Jesus died, was buried, and as we celebrated on Easter Sunday, rose from the dead. Mm, yeah, but that's not enough to just believe that intellectually. I've got to do mm-hmm. something with that. I've got to act on that belief. I've got to call on his name, confess right. my sin, and ask him to save me. You yeah. know, and, and today, you're on the way somewhere. You right. might be on the way yeah. to the refrigerator. <laughs> you might be on the way to work, <laughs> on the way home from work. You might even be on the way to church. Yeah, Wherever you are, we want to make sure you're on the way to heaven, but even if you have nailed down that commitment, mm. as you're going on the way to heaven, you got to be responsible and understand you're going to be tempted. Yeah. So that really leads us to the fourth point in Pastor Jeff. Yeah, so we have to be realistic, be reflective. There's no, be realistic, there's no person who's going to be tempted, who's not going to be tempted. Be reflective, there's no period where you won't be tempted. Be responsible, there's no place where you won't be tempted. And the last one, is is seems really kind of self-explanatory. We've got to be ready. Yeah, we've got to be, be ready. ready. Got to be prepared for that. Yeah, there's no point in my life where I won't be mm, tempted. Yeah. I, I love what 2 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 11 says, uh, that we shouldn't be unaware of mm. Satan's schemes. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Ephesians chapter 6 reminds us that we are in a battle. Uh, it refers to it as a war. And it's a war not with our coworker, not with our family member, not with uh, the neighbor with whom we disagree, but we're in an actual war with yeah. Satan. And Satan is a roaring lion looking to devour. So what do we do? Yeah. We have to be ready. Got to be ready. And we put on the full armor of God <clears throat> to be ready. And you know, <laughs> I think we read that verse in First Peter and we think, oh, yeah, Satan's out to kind of, you know, do some bad things in my life. No, it says he wants to devour you, to yeah. completely annihilate you, and we have to be ready for that. But we don't have to face that with fear mm. or with with any kind of, like, preconceived 
failure in mind because Hebrews chapter 4 tells us that we we don't have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who was tempted in every way like we are, yet without sin. Jesus can do it. We can do it because we have that indwelling Holy Spirit within us, and we can fight that temptation. And I think that's the key. I love how you said that. It's not we can do it on our own strength. Right. It's exactly. not we can do it by trying harder. Yeah. You know, I, I've been struggling with this temptation for years. No, it's Christ in us right. that gives us hope of victory, yeah. as Colossians chapter 1 and verse 27 says. Christ in us mm. is the hope of glory, is the hope of victory. And I love how yeah. you said that exactly. We overcome through Christ's power within us. So it's really mm-hmm. not me getting more of him. It's literally him getting more of me. Right, exactly, and and because we have that 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 confidence that Christ has overcome victory, the victory over uh, temptation. So can we be through His Holy Spirit? Verse sixteen of chapter four of Hebrews says says kind of what we do when you're tempted. It says therefore because we Jesus has conquered temptation and we can too through Him, we go to Him in prayer, hmm. so that we can find grace to help us in the time of need. Yeah, and that's the that's probably one of the mm. greatest, you know, and we want to just don't say that flippantly. Oh, no. just pray about it. You know, what right, he's talking no. about, you know, he's talking about it, it is a battle. It's something we all struggle mm-hmm. with. And if Satan tempted Jesus, he's certainly going to tempt you. Yeah, absolutely. But the good news is because Jesus overcame the temptation and because Jesus right. is our example. Yeah, Satan's been using the same strategy and the same methods that he used way back with Adam and Eve in the garden, right? (laughs) Right, yeah, (laughs) because it works. Because it works. (laughs) And so the good news is that we want to leave our listeners with that as we're on the way, as we're on the way to heaven, there is victory over temptation because of what Jesus has done. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks again for watching or listening. You've been listening to On The Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff. Do you have a question for the pastors? Feel free to email us at otw at fincastlebaptist.org. To listen to more On The Way, visit fincastlebaptist.org slash on the way. Or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for joining us while you are on the way.